Hey y'all, I'm Lakaya. And I'm James. And you are listening to the Message 24 podcast, where each week we're talking about relationships, the growing pains of being a 20-something, and pretty much everything else in between. Yeah, so join us every Wednesday for our new episodes. Bye. See you guys then. Bye-bye. Have a beautiful time. <laughs> are we making dinner? Yeah, let's go. Yeah, that was Miriam. I I want sushi and I want to make it at home. So mm-hmm. I'm looking at recipes to do that. Is it going to be cooked or is it going to be? Are you going to eat it? If it's like cooked shrimp. Yes. Okay. I might do some with, with shrimp. Rice and you don't do seaweed or something. Yes. I think I'm going to do some with shrimp. I'm going to do some with um, imitation crab meat. Cause I really was against imitation crab meat. Mm-hmm. Until I bust down a um that last that roll I had, uh, I said, "Oh, this is gonna good." So, imitation yeah. crab is not bad. I feel like I'm just not the when you compare it to regular crab meat, it tastes funny. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, but I think what messed me up is my mom when I was younger, she would make um pasta salad and she mm-hmm. would put imitation crab meat in her pasta salad now Ooh. she doesn't do it she'll put real crab meat but she used to do imitation crab meat so i remember when i was younger she had mm-hmm. some imitation crab meat in the refrigerator and i didn't know that it was imitation crab meat i thought it was real crab meat mm-hmm. which is stupid because she would buy crab legs once a month and we would eat steak baked potato salad crab legs so i knew what actual crab meat tastes crab like, meat tastes like. This is that's the point. She, I remember she had some in the refrigerator and I was like, I'm hungry, like I want a snack. Why did I melt some butter and dip the imitation crab meat in it like I was eating real crab? And it made me so sick. I never ate imitation crab meat after that. Mm. I couldn't do it. Stomach prowess on 10,000. 10,000 ain't even a word. Mm. But because I love sushi so much, I really need to get, uh, I, and I made, I made sushi at home before. I just need to get the roller, like the thing that you roll to it with so it actually it. stays. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Once I get that, I'm in my bag with it. Like, you got the roller and then cut it? Is that how that works? Yeah. So like okay. you, you put the, the seaweed sheet and then you put the rice and then you put the stuff and then you take the seaweed roller, roll it, and then you cut it. Sounds like a lot. Yeah, but it's like, I feel like it's cheaper to make it at home than buying it because one spicy, well, I probably, I could make a spicy salmon roll at home, but Mm -hmm. I don't, like they sell sushi grade raw salmon, but I just don't know if I. Rocking with it. But I I eat it at sushi places. I eat raw salmon all the time. So I just would need to get it from a place where I really trust that this is safe for me to be consuming. And then I might do it. But I think for now, I'm going to just do cooked shrimp, imitation crab meat. Keep it real cute. Keep it real simple. Yeah, I just don't like sushi because of the raw aspect. I think it's being that it's raw Mm -hmm. fish and then it's also really cold. So those two don't mix. And I, I, I don't think I like just cold fish in general mm-hmm. i told I you mean, about I mean, that time i had that uh, salmon sandwich and i think it was like pre-cooked it was smoked it was salmon. Smoked yeah salmon. yeah but to I me it tastes raw salmon. was it raw no it's smoked cooked. salmon raw no it's cooked okay. but it's still because like i like trader joe's smoked salmon pastrami and it's like mm-hmm. cooked but it still kind of got that raw raw flavor it had a, it. it had a raw feeling oh my god I can just buy the Trader Joe's pastrami and put it in the sushi roll. Ah! 
Trader Joe's for you. Ooh, they need to sponsor me. Okay. <laughs> Our apologies. This is not a food podcast. But I just got food on my mind right now. Yes. Sushi. Food is our love language. Food is our love language. And we're going to enjoy some really good food after we do this podcast. So yes. let's get it cracking. All right. So thank you all for tuning in to the Message 24 podcast. And this week, our In the DM, if this is your first time listening, you're supposed to be leading this podcast. I just thought if about this. This is your first time listening. Our in the DM podcast is the theme of the podcast. Our in the, the DM podcast. Yeah. You got it. All right. Keep going. Oh, I don't. <laughs> so this is the thing. This is you, this is your specialty. So you're really good at. I feel like leading the podcast. I'm working. I'm getting there. But what? Listen. I just show up and do what I do. I come in, the light set up, the camera, the audio, everything is set up. Yes. So I'm just messing with you. All right. So this week we're talking. Okay. So have you ever gone to the barbershop, right? Mm-hmm. Or for women, if you're listening, have you ever gone to the nail salon? And you go in and you show the person like what, what type of cut you want, right? <laughs> I have a feeling where this is going. And you... <laughs> And you show them that type of cut, and then they turn you around. It's not what and you it's asked for. Nothing like you asked for. I personally have not had that happen, but I also come in with the realization <laughs> that whatever picture that I'm giving them, first of all, I don't look like that person. So there's no possible true. way that I'm going to get that same outcome. Well, what about when you said you cut your own hair and mess it up? Oh, I gave myself a picture. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I. I cut, for people who don't know, I cut my own hair mm -hmm. and I like having a fade. So that's my go-to. So I'm looking at all these images online of these fresh, perfect, <laughs> faded haircuts. <laughs> and I get in, I get in the mirror with my clippers. I'm like, yeah, I'm about to do this. I'm about to do this thing and fuck my shit up <laughs> multiple times. Like it, it's just going to take time to, you know perfect perfect the craft but yeah that has happened to me and i remember in you had manner. to cut your hair almost bald it <laughs> and your daddy was your dad asked you about it and he was Did like it just chill out chill out <laughs> okay so i'm saying all of that to say sometimes we go into things with expectations mm -hmm. and then we really don't get what we ask for we kind of can feel a type of way mm -hmm. This also happens in relationships. I like how you brought that in. You know, that was smooth. Yeah. Oh, shit. Give yeah. a round of applause. Okay, some sound effects. <laughs> so it happens in all types of relationships, romantic, friendship, work relationships, whatever. If you have your expectations set a certain way and then they are not met, I think it would make sense to be let down or feel upset or... Mm -hmm those different types of things so that is what we are talking about this week yep what you what you got what is it called what you got versus what you received or what, what you i wanted versus what i got yeah because yeah. i'm doing the best i got <laughs> <laughs> the best i can with what i got okay so i thought it would be interesting what expectations did you have of our relationship man before <laughs> Yeah, just like what what expectations excuse me did you have of our relationship and what did you 
want in a partner before we started like dating. well i feel like i had a lot of expectations for you okay like a lot of expectations we joking we joke around and i say i don't i don't have any expectations you love to say that. but i do and i did when i was looking for a partner um and one of the main things was loyalty so i like this is number this is number one. Oh wow okay yes i wanted someone who was going to be loyal and what i mean by that that expectation is just if we're in a relationship if we're together i don't want you going behind my back and dating someone else mistreating me yeah um fucking on other niggas like <laughs> i i didn't want that so number one was loyalty i expected that from you and i did i i'm pretty sure it was kind of one of those unspoken unspoken things yeah because you never i don't think either of us in the beginning of our relationship outlined exactly what we wanted from one another well mm -hmm. you were really intentional because i remember you said to me you were like, I'm not trying to play around. Like, I'm looking not for bullshit. my wife. Yeah. Like, I you looked me in my eyes and said that. And then when I was applying to vet school, you were like, you know, should I even try to pursue this seriously if you could potentially be going to a vet school that's seven hours away? And I was like, yeah, like, we'll just have to figure out how to make it work. Right. That sort of thing. Yeah. So that, that was one. Another thing was... Um, that, that kind of brings me to the second point of I give, you give. Mm -hmm. So if I do something, I want the same thing in, not the same thing in return, but I want you to be on the same type of energy that I, that mm -hmm. I'm on. And I, I expected that. So I kind of set the tone. I feel like, well, you set the tone to start. I did. Yes. By shooting your shot. Oh, but I'm yeah, saying yeah, once yeah. we actually started, <laughs> like talking and things like that mm -hmm. i wanted to make sure that if i was like hey are you free yada 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 you know i have some availability to go on a date i have some time to spend with you mm -hmm. i wanted and i was expecting for you to be like hey i'm busy i have some things going on but i'm going to make time for you like you're making time for me mm -hmm. so i had that expectation like that was that was number two that was number two <laughs> that was number two on the list um what else oh this one's huge this was good so i wanted you to have respect for yourself too mm. and that looks like that looks different for a lot of people mm -hmm, it does some people i guess have respect for themselves by um like a it's kind of like a nonchalant way like they they have respect for themselves but they everybody doesn't need to know that they have respect for themselves but sometimes they won't stand up for themselves in certain situations so then they don't really have that that's that may just respect. not be their character or yeah or they may not really have respect yeah because even if it's out of your character because even like me i don't like confrontation but it's only so much you're gonna do for i'm gonna get right with you like you're not gonna 
just talk to me crazy because right. I respect myself too much. Right. But I do. I can relate to you saying there can be instances where you respect yourself, but sometimes you don't speak up for yourself. Right. So I I I think I I know what you what you're saying. I get yeah. what you're saying. I mean, I would. But all in all, it was very important for me to know that you respected yourself, and initially, like off the bat, I could tell that you respected yourself. You like first of all are your own person you're very independent which is super important but i also love that you don't take shit like <laughs> because i'm i'm one of those type of people that like i don't really like put it put, putting up with any bullshit no you like, don't i will play around with you all day i yeah. will kiki with you all day Not i will actually bullshit with you for a little bit but when it comes to like on a serious note yeah like don't disrespect me i'm not going to disrespect you you know our limits there so being that you're the same way like when it comes to both of us i know that on either end we're not going to let anyone do that since we're know. like that about ourselves yeah we're definitely not going to let it happen with other people so no, in our relationship that's very important and and this is something that plays into and i don't want to be uh it's taken I'm listening. you talk i'm listening but this is something that's very want. important when it comes to families yes it is because i'm the type who's not gonna i'm not gonna disrespect i'm gonna try my best mm -hmm. not to disrespect your family yeah of course and i wouldn't disrespect your family either right but if you can't stand up for yourself let's just say for instance one of your family members disrespects you now you know i gotta go. now i gotta be like nah you chill out like you're not about to talk talk to her like that mm -hmm. and so you you not being able to say that for yourself like i'm not saying that's a bad thing it's yeah. maybe something that whoever may have to work on but my expectation was is that you would be able to do that and then if need be i need to step in cool but yeah i wanted someone who was about their shit was going to be res respecting themselves because that that plays into that's important in a relationship to me um hmm. i think i have one or two more oh intimacy okay <laughs> <laughs> i wanted i didn't like i didn't know how you were going to be like as far as kissing and stuff like that you said you thought i was like I was giving not virgin vibes, but close to virgin vibes just from my Instagram. No, you, I don't think I said that. So, <laughs> I don't what think it was I giving it? I think that's what you said. I think that's what you I didn't said. I you was giving virgin vibes now. What it was giving? What it was giving? Like, what? I don't even like that terminology because for some reason, <laughs> I knew you was going to be. Women love that chain. term of it's giving. Well,. <laughs> <laughs> what were you seeing what was i seeing did you think i was gonna be interested in being intimate like what what did you think i saw mature like you let it call me mature coolerish okay all right now i mean you were older than me so it's... i'm one year older than you not don't just say older like i'm way i'm one year older than you please well yeah i i saw mature for sure and probably probably a freak like <laughs> like if we just what? if we just being honest i mean not like 
on a my Instagram gave freak. It didn't get freak, but it gave yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> it didn't get. It wasn't like one of those things. Are you serious? Yeah, like it's not like you were showing a bunch of cleavage and having your crazy. ass out and all that. No, I'm just saying, like freak nasty. <laughs> <laughs> you just had Shit. that you had that look to you like you you got you about your shit you respect yourself and you're I, I was like like a freak not okay that's crazy i mean i could say the same thing about you i knew what it was for it was even what it was i could look you look like you were you were not a I, 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 that's why i don't know where you where that came from the whole virgin <laughs> I thought you said that you didn't know I was gonna be. Mm-mm. You know, you I know. like you had experience. <laughs> I'm not, a freak. Not, I'm in a, not, not in a bad way. This I mean, is not. This is not a a bad thing. But I just didn't feel like you were. Just like. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I didn't get virgin. I didn't get like virgin. <laughs> I thought this would you say the say game in the best way possible. I just well, I feel like I feel like I give off naturally sexy without trying to be yeah. sexy. Like yeah. it's not a thing that I try to do, mm-hmm. but sometimes I feel like I just exude sex and. Well, sexy sexy not maybe not sex. not sex but sexy and sometimes that's not what i'm going for but i can just give the sexy gotcha. off. it's because i'm a capricorn we do that naturally <laughs> sexy that's interesting mm-hmm. so since we're talking about expectations i i don't have the date on this let me see what the date before this was uh-oh do I not have it really? It's okay. Anyway, so during the start of the pandemic, I was super, super focused on my healing. I mm-hmm. was taking, you know, doing shadow work very, very seriously. I was spending a lot of time in nature. I was doing a lot of meditating, reading, yoga, because I had no, there was nothing else to do. Right. So I just really turned inward because the outside world was so, so scary for me. And in doing this healing, I was praying one day, I was meditating, and something was like, write down what you want in a partner. And I remember feeling like this overwhelming need to write it down because in Bible study, like a few days before, I can't remember the scripture. I can't remember the scripture, but it says something like, write it down so that the angels can take it make it plain something no 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 no. it's like no it's not that one it's like i'm gonna figure out what it is but it was like write it down make it plain like you have to write That's the plan down so that the vision so that the angels can take it you about to piss me off now I don't, because no, i need to know because what it now is you just used no. the same exact word and i just said and said no on my end i, I need to write it i need to Write down the revelation. Write the vision. And make it, make plain, it plain on tablet. I just said okay, that. okay, 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 okay. Okay. You got it. You got it. You got it. Write down the revelation and make it plain on tablet so that a herald may run with it. That 
I'm sorry to interrupt you. Yeah, okay, baby. But that sounds like this the gospel song, Right Division. Make it plain. Have you heard that song? I ain't never heard that one. All right. I'm I'm sure you have. I'm but sure I, I have. will play it for you. <laughs> I have not. Outside of this podcast, but it's a very it's a real popular song. Yeah, no, nah, I ain't I ain't never heard that. See, this phone is acting stupid because you know what? I'm about to get a new one. It don't even matter. So in doing that, something not something, I know what it was. Just like write it down what you want. So I've actually not looked at this since I wrote it down. And we were talking about expectations and what we wanted out of a relationship, we wanted out of a partner. I was like, let me go find this journal. So in the journal, I wrote 23 things that I want in a man. Sheesh. I'm not going to say all of them. But for those who are wanting to date, I think it's really important for you to write down, you know, what you want in a partner. And if you are a spiritual person, it's very, very important for you to physically write it down. Right. And also, what is that Bible verse? I don't went away from it too quick, but I think it would be good for people to have it if they wanted to go back and look at it. Mm-hmm. So it is Habukuk 2-2. I know I'm saying Habukuk. that. Habukuk. I always say Habukuk. it wrong. Chapter 2, verse 2. Okay. So I'm just going to read a couple of the things that I want that I wanted in a partner. So I said I wanted someone who is patient, understanding, loyal. Loyal was number four on my list. So what was number one? Patient. patient actually i don't think these were in, in any order. particular order i just okay. was writing them down loyal someone who's caring who's honest someone who's affectionate who's driven educated well-spoken well-spoken decisive because i can be very indecisive i have a hard time making up my mind sometimes so i really wanted a person who i wanted a, a man who was not indecisive and you are very decisive you're very like this is what it is whatever i like that said I wanted a man that was a Christian. I wanted him to be my soulmate. I wanted, there's so many, there's so many, many, many things. I said, honest. I said, someone who was tailor-made for me. And it's funny that I also said about his money. I said about his money and goal-oriented. And now you are a whole budget coach. Yes. I never thought about that too right now because I have not looked at this list since then. That's crazy. That was number uh, that was number 23. Like I said, it wasn't in any particular order, but Can I challenge you? Oh god, yes. If you could rank like the top three, what would be the top three? From that if list? I could rank top three. Top three for me would be respectful. Because if you respect me, you respect our relationship, you're going to be loyal because you're not you don't want to disrespect me. You don't want to disrespect our relationship. Killing two birds with one stone. Yes. So respectful would definitely be number one. I also think being affectionate (laughs) and loving would be number two. Okay. And then... This is is hard. I I also will say goal oriented because if you're goal oriented, you're driven, you're going after what it is that you want. If you're goal oriented, you probably are decisive because you've been able to narrow down exactly what it is that you want to do. And if you're goal oriented, you're not saying this is just something I want to do. You're putting in the work to actually get there. 
So I, that means like you would be serious about your career. You will be serious about us and our relationships. So I think those would be the top three because those cover a lot of other things. That was a gem right there. That last <laughs> thing, the whole gory, goal-oriented thing because that's something I didn't even have on my list, but it it was a part. <laughs> it did play a part into going after you. Like if if you hadn't probably at least graduated from college i'm not against people who don't graduate from mm -hmm. college because some of the richest people and some of the smartest people Damn. uh flunked out yeah and went their separate ways with school but you getting through school just shows you had a dedication at least to get some higher education and that's that's very important and even with this doctorate thing like you going to get your master's was a lot so the doc the doctorate is even uh is even more so that 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 was like an unsaid expectation too yeah but it wasn't like oh my that wasn't top that wasn't the top but i didn't want you to be a gold digger and <laughs> not not be about your shit either so i couldn't i couldn't be with somebody that wasn't about their shit and i also really wanted to it was important to me to date someone who went to college because I really? feel like there are certain experiences you have in college that people that haven't gone to college can't necessarily relate to. And even though we went, you went to a PWI and I went to an HBCU, there are still some things that you can get because you went to college. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. So I, I guess wanted, why does that play a, I guess from a, why does that play a role? Well, to me, for you to go to college and to really stick to something that you want to do says a lot about who you are as a person. Because gotcha. there are a lot of people who come to college and don't make it. Like college mm -hmm. is hard. Like it, it's it's not easy right. for a number of different reasons for different people. They all look different. But if you can push through and persevere through all of that, that says something about your character to gotcha. me. Now that's not to say that all people who have graduated from college are good people. <laughs> that's oh. not to say that. But I knew that for me, if I'm about to be a whole doctor, mm -hmm. I want my husband to at least be on the same level with me educationally. Gotcha. You know, even though I'm like I'm about to be a doctor, but you still went to college. So, right. you know, I feel like we can be on the same intellectual wavelength a little bit. So I, I, I definitely wanted a man that went to college and then mm. he was an engineer. I was like, you real smart. Our baby's gonna be real smart. So that's something I wanted. And I said that I didn't come into our relationship. I didn't put expectations on our relationship, but in reality I did. You, you may be, well, to piggyback off of that, maybe you didn't, come with expectations for the relationship but you came with expectations for who i would be yes in a certain sense that's that's very true so i didn't really think about that but i did have expectations for the type of person that i wanted you to be and i also told myself that you might not check all of these boxes and that's okay mm -hmm. there are certain boxes you absolutely had to check but nobody is 100% perfect. Right. But then again, perfect is subjective because you are perfect for me. 
Right. Like our our relationship is perfect for us because it works for us. Right. But something being perfect doesn't mean it's it's not without fault. You know. You remember when we had that whole discussion and you you started crying during the episode. You need to let that go. You need to let that go. You and I'm glad you don't a, remember what episode it was either. It you, was an early episode, season one. Let it rock. Like let five, it rock. Something. Let it rock. So, we are going to talk about five reasonable expectations that it is okay to come into the relationship with and five unreasonable expectations. Because it is okay to come into a relationship with expectations. You should have expectations for a relationship. But some of them are just not feasible. And I actually think I had a few of these uh, that I wasn't um, necessarily completely aren't. aware of in the beginning of our relationship too. Wow. So we're going to go through these pretty quickly. So number one, you should have a mutual trust and respect for one another. Yep. You know, we talked about why that's important, but if you need a little bit more, when you have trust, it promotes a secure attachment in which both partners can feel safe to engage with one another and they can be open with one another and they can be vulnerable with one another because they have that trust and they have that mutual respect. Yep. Once that trust is broken, uh, the relationship changes drastically. Yeah. The number two would be shared appreciation and affection. I'm pretty sure we've talked about love languages on the pod before. We have. We have. I think we did a whole episode on love languages, actually. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Or we t- we've touched on it a few times. Yeah. So this is really why it's important to know your love language, because if you come into a relationship and you expect someone to appreciate you and show you affection and the way that you receive affection and appreciation, but you've never told them how that how you've received it. Mm-hmm. You kind of are setting yourself up for disappointment yep. because that person might show you affection and appreciation in the way that they receive it, but the way they receive it and the way you receive it could look completely different. And boy, did I get a rude awakening. <laughs> I don't think you did. No, I, it, it was a learning experience for me. Not a rude awakening. Yeah. But uh, I learned like that I can't give or show my appreciation and show uh my love towards you mm-hmm. and you be able to receive it the way that i receive it so yeah. that was a huge learning moment for me and it's one of those things that you just you never it's like you don't know what you don't know yeah until you don't know it until yeah it comes up yeah so. but also if the person coming into the relationship doesn't know how they receive it then you get upset at the person for not doing doing it how you want it. You never told them how you how you receive, you know. Receive love, yeah. So I think that's one of the things that you should know before getting into a relationship. Okay, yeah. how do I receive love? How do I receive appreciation? And it is also okay if that changes mm-hmm. over time because it might, as you go in through different phases of your life, the way that you receive love and appreciation and affection might look very different. And as it changes, just keep that communication. Yes, communication so. is, is very, very key. So then number three is going to be having a mutual understanding with each other and being willing to compromise 
I feel like compromise is a huge part of being in a <laughs> being in a relationship. Mm-hmm. At some part of the relationship, you're gonna have to compromise, and it can be hard. But you have to like not be so focused on wanting to be right that you can't see where the other person is coming from. Yeah, and because that's what a relationship is just compromise is literally taking your wants your desires my wants my my desires Mm -hmm. and compiling them into one big happy family yeah and sometimes that big happy family is totally different (laughs) yes you may like it hot in the room and i may like it cold in the room no thank god we both like it cold oh yeah but But no 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 no. I, i know what you're saying yeah so it's all about compromise and if there are issues that keep coming up maybe y'all need to sit down and say okay how can we navigate this this? Mm -hmm. excuse me and figure out a way for compromise that works for both of us that's a hard that's a hard conversation (laughs) to have one because of time and then i guess having the i wouldn't say balls (laughs) to 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 bring it up but yeah that that's a level like once you start having those conversations you know that you're you've either you've grown or the relationship is growing because i think it's both yeah i think it's a little bit of both i think it's both because yeah. well you know why i say that but i think it's because it can be really scary trying to tell somebody like what you need because you don't want them to feel bad Mm-hmm. But also, I need this, and I didn't know I needed this because sometimes you don't know until you know right. that sort of thing. But I definitely think you're right. Once you get to a place where you feel comfortable doing that, and y'all can listen what, to each other yeah. and take action, yeah, that's some unity right there. It is. That's I was just unity. about to say, and you can tell them, but if it don't really. You know what I'm saying? Nothing comes from it, then, you know, whatever. If it ain't rubbing the clip. Huh? What the <laughs> hell did you just say? Oh my fault! I'm about to edit that out. <laughs> Yo, did you just say what I think you said? No, no. You said you. Yeah, I know what you said. Nasty. You forgot we was recording. Nasty. No, nah, leave it in. Leave it in. Cause somebody gonna catch it. so number four is going to be you should expect and it's okay to expect that you will spend quality time with your partner what that quality time looks like will vary for different people because Mm -hmm. that looks different what you enjoy as quality time might look different from what they enjoy as quality time what about quality time looks like being apart (laughs) how does that work (laughs) Do you think that's a possibility? Well, quality time for yourself, but it's not quality time for the relationship if you always want to be by yourself. But I do think a big part of a healthy relationship is both people taking time for themselves. And we're going to talk about that as an unreasonable expectation as well. Yeah. So then lastly, a mutually satisfying sexual connection. connection is something that you should expect to have in a relationship. And it's really important to 
sometimes you just have sex with people and it's just completely just sex yeah but that ain't what i was getting at but i do agree sometimes you have sex with people and it's just amazing the first time Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying that was it but sometimes it's not and if you really like a person we talked about this on another episode too if you like a person maybe you need to say okay i don't really like when you do this but i really like when you do this can we try this but you have to feel comfortable and safe enough to share that with the person maturity yes maturity and for the person who was receiving that feedback you kind of have to like not take it personal and not feel like oh well i'm just it's gonna burst your bubble though especially for for guys it's i mean unless you just the perfect listener and not worried about (laughs) how to take or you're not you're not worried about how it comes off yeah from a a, a guy's perspective i think that's gonna be something that it kind of hurts but you just gotta listen I mean, because it's only going to make the sex better. Right. So just listen and don't be afraid to tell somebody, I I really don't. I don't really like when you do this. But when you do this, I like it. So, But you have to be able to express that. So those are five things that you should expect going into a relationship. Um, There are lots of other things that you can expect, but those are just like the, the first five that I pulled. So... Next, we're going to go into five unreasonable expectations, and I am guilty of one of these for sure. And the first one that I am guilty of coming into a relationship is not thinking that not arguing being a good sign, being a sign of a good relationship. A lot of people are like, we don't argue. We don't we don't do anything. And it sounds really good. And that's what I thought coming into a relationship. I'm like, okay, if we don't argue. That means like. That means we're good. Like we don't disagree on anything. Mm-hmm. But in reality, it it is healthy to disagree. Not all of the time, you know. But I think a healthy disagreement here and there is okay because it means that someone feels safe enough to express how they feel. And a lot of times with people who don't argue is because someone is trying to avoid conflict. So they're walking on eggshells with the other person. They don't, they're like afraid to tell them because they're afraid of what they're going to say. And they start resenting that person. Don't be a yes man. Yes. N- no. That movie is exactly what. I've never seen that movie. Really? No, I've never seen it. Well, from what I can remember, because I'm really bad at remembering movies, <laughs> but the guy whoever was the star he began to say yes to basically he said yes to literally everything to make Mm. everybody happy yada 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 and it doesn't end well so oh well that makes sense ultimately you don't want to be doing that because you're not going to be happy no you're not going to be happy and like i said there are good things that can come out of disagreements it doesn't always have to be a negative situation. Yeah. So I think it's really important to to share how you feel and don't think just because you all never disagree that the relationship is great. It could be, but also could it be that someone is afraid to share how they feel? That's also a possibility. And I'm heavy on 
no arguing. Like, I, for some reason, like, I just feel like no arguing. And I still f- kind of feel like that. Well, I, f- I feel like, and, and you clarify it's with disagreements. Mm-hmm. Like, you're going to disagree about something. I think a lot of times when people think about arguments, they think about screaming and hollering and yelling. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing that. If we hollering and yelling at each other, we need to take a like a second to like get it together. But I think disagreements, it's okay. Yeah. But screaming and hollering at each other, like that's there's a certain level of toxic that comes yeah. with that. So to me, I'm not gonna. To me, that's what arguing is. But to other people, it might look different. That's why I say we don't argue, but we do have disagreements. Like. Mm-hmm that's just what it is we don't agree on everything right. and it's healthy to not agree on no, every single if you, thing if we agreed on everything low-key the relationship would be boring. it would be boring and yeah. somebody's lying <laughs> somebody's not telling yeah. the truth yes yeah, somebody lying somewhere yeah, it, yeah. everything is not that so next i don't even know if i'm gonna have time to do all five but next since we talked about it in the expectations having the expectation that you will spend all of your free time together in a relationship is an unreasonable expectation to have let me tell you something (laughs) if there's ever a time where we are together all the time i'm probably gonna cut all my hair off and just do a bunch of you don't want to be with me 24 7 every single day that would be horrible (laughs) no it it would and then I feel like it would build a codependent relationship where we can't move and do anything do anything without yeah. each other. I love you and you know I love you, but I need my me time. Just like you right. need your me time. Right. And I need my time with my friends. Like you need your time with your friends and your family and you know, whatever, whatever. Right. So spending every <laughs> it's only so many hours in the day. Somebody it is not feasible for them to spend every free moment that they have with you. it's just like i don't know like give me some you're intruding on my personal space yes like please just keep it cute it's kind of like identical twins yeah now you got me thinking about that show but they were dating the same man because they were twins oh lord but yes like (laughs) twins that can't and no offense to any twins that are listening to this (laughs) but it's like sometimes with twins the parents get them to wear the same clothes hairstyles do the same hairstyles and do the exact same things at the exact same time and it kind of gets to a point where okay can i just be myself can i just be separate from my twin you know um what you trying to i hope they can't see my feet in this video no they can't okay good because i need my feet done (laughs) i'm gonna zoom in on your toes please don't do that please don't do that i need to go to get a pick here so next is it is unreasonable to always expect your partner to be available every time that you are in distress every time that something is going wrong every time you are having a bad day Mm you need to learn to self-soothe and do things to help yourself navigate some of those situations i think 
you can emotionally drain your partner when every single time something happens, you're coming and you're dumping that stuff on them. Mm -hmm. And then you didn't really try to figure out how to fix it for yourself. I would agree. I would agree. And I would even go as far as to say it can be tough because you don't want to as the other person you don't want to be like not showing up for your partner and that's where it, that's what it kind of feels like mm-hmm. if that person is emotionally dumping all of their issues and all their problems and if they're getting frustrated with you yeah about you not you needing a second to take some time for yourself or you need in a second to not be there in whatever instance that they're in. Mm -hmm. It makes you look like you're the person that's not showing up in the relationship. And that can be, that's going to cause some resentment too. Yeah, I agree. It's, you have to learn how to solve your own problems. Mm -hmm. Not to say that you can't come to your partner with your problems because you should, but every single time, like sometimes you need to process it talk to maybe somebody else and then you can come back and see your partner say lord this happened to me this today, happened today. Yeah. you know but every time something happens you don't have to come running to them like you are my safe space you are my comfort but every single time something happens to me i don't come running to you because that's draining yep and i may even challenge you with this 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 may not be healthy but <laughs> for every bad thing that you bring up bring up a good thing some balance have some balance it may not it may be something small but at least if you gone <laughs> if you already gonna bring up all the issues that you have bring up some good issues too like well i don't think that's unhealthy i actually learned about that in therapy it's called practice practicing gratitude and it's really hard to do when you are upset at a moment mm-hmm. but if you can write down things other things that you're grateful for it it makes you feel better. Yep. And I also learned from a book I'm reading, How to Master Your Emotions, that a lot of times when we are upset, we start piling on all of the other shit that's going wrong. So like, say if your car stopped working, your car stopped working, then you start thinking about, oh, I got a test next week. Then you start thinking about the argument you got into it with somebody a couple of days ago you just start piling on all and, of the things and how much it's gonna cost to get the car fixed yes you just keep yeah. adding layers because that one situation made you start thinking about all of that and i think as people we do that a lot like one bad thing can just trigger you to just start thinking your work like your life is over yeah because of one instance and that's just something that we do like we pile things on top of that and i'm learning from reading that book that when i catch myself doing that i have to say no this is the issue that other stuff can wait like i not everything has to be dealt with at the same time although two things can be true at the same time maybe the car is messed up maybe you don't know how you're gonna pay for it and maybe you do do have have a test test tomorrow but right now you're focusing on the car and how you're gonna pay for it the test it can wait it can wait it's not a part of this situation no so that is a way to self-soothe is to prevent yourself from piling things on top of each other when two things they don't have nothing to do with each other really so i I think and i'm sorry to cut you off but i i need to probably read that book or listen to the audio book i'm definitely gonna have to i need honestly i'm about to start 
I'm just going to start back paying for Audible because I've been so if you want to listen to the book, it's on YouTube for free. But what's making me mad is it starts it over every time I go back to YouTube. So I have to like try to figure out where I stopped. So uh, if it's Audible, I might just I might just buy it. But it's a really good book. It shouldn't do that if you because I like YouTube. It should not do that if you're logged in. So if you're logged in Mm. under your account it should allow you to it'll show where you stopped at the last time and it'll show it in red see i didn't even stopped trying to listen to the audio because it was just pissing me off so much that i was having to do that every single time that i was doing it so maybe i'll try to go back to youtube and make sure i'm logged in so that that picks not, up what you it, it'll pick up you what you like what you last listened to what you subscribe to all that yeah um I'm logged in and it's still doing that. We'll figure it out later. Yeah. So I think the last one that we'll do and then we can go into Senate Elite so we can keep this episode pushing is it is unreasonable to expect to always, always have sex with your partner on a regular basis. Life happens. Mm-hmm. People get busy. People get stressed. Your hormones, different times of the month for women, they're that's, that's up, what I say. <laughs> they're down, they all around, you ovulate and you ready and then maybe the week before your period you're not interested. Like it it, it ebbs and flows. So it's it's very it's really unreasonable to expect to always, always be having sex on a consistent basis. It may be one moment where you're not in the mood for a few days, then your partner takes a trip for themselves <laughs> and then the cycle hits so yeah. there's so many like you said so many just different things that just are natural within the relationship mm-hmm. that you kind of just gotta let it play out yeah like, let it happen if there's too much going on just take it for what it is yeah and when it's time to have sex it'll be time it it will happen and there's also other things you can do to be intimate outside of just having sex yeah so if you if you are craving intimacy but your partner isn't necessarily in the mood to have sex there are different things that you can do to have that intimacy need met if you need it yeah sex is not all but sometimes you might have sex five times a week sometimes you might have it once a week life happens all right so we're gonna transition up out of there and we're gonna move into our center delete for this week so if this is your first time listening to this podcast our center delete is where we just basically give our opinions on different things they don't necessarily have to be related to the in the dm they just be random this one is random and i got a random one too okay cool cool cool. so my center delete for this week is a statement that i saw by the u.s department of agriculture and bureau of labor statistics are predicting a butter shortage i saw a butter shortage and a heavy cream shortage all these fairs which is an issue considering thanksgiving and christmas is coming up as someone who cooks this is alarming granted I cook with vegan butter, but when it's the holidays, I cook with regular butter because niggas want to eat the real deal. Like I'm no longer cooking with vegan butter for other, for, for shit like that. Cause it's just no trying to like, you can try to do it healthy, but 
it's the holidays you only eat like that twice a year yeah. so like why not why hold out do all the fatty the people what they want you know what i'm saying get in the get in the what they want but it is alarming because it's like damn do i need to start like stockpiling butter like you can, no. you can freeze it <laughs> Like, you know when niggas was stockpiling tissue, paper towel, yes, and panda before it. It's always going to be a time to stockpile stuff. And I'm. <laughs> it's just always something. Because last year for Thanksgiving, it was a cream cheese shortage. Now they got the cream cheese back. And now it's a yeah, butter and heavy cream shortage. <laughs> and I'm joking and saying, oh, just take it lightly. But that fucking COVID. When that shit hit, everything yeah. fucking closed. So I ain't I ain't joking about nothing. No, no. You never know if there's like a if they're saying it's a shortage, you ne- you don't know how long it could last. So no, granted, a lot of these things I knew was I knew was gonna happen because I had, I and my master's is in agriculture, so I had to write a paper on how the pandemic was going to impact the food industry. So I wrote that paper two years ago it wasn't related to my thesis but it was just a paper i do for class mm-hmm. and i had to look at all of the different steps in food production and how it impacted that and it took two years for us to really start seeing those impacts and they're not going to go away anytime soon like it's not going to go it took a while for it to get there it was already brewing mm-hmm. but now it's like we're seeing the impacts of it because just a small example so if you are someone who has like beef cattle right Mm -hmm. and i'm really trying to make sure i explain this right so if you're someone who has beef cattle and the pandemic hits a lot of people who had beef cattle couldn't send them to slaughterhouses to be produced because they were short-staffed so now people have all of these cattle that they're and it's really, really expensive to feed cows. I don't know if y'all know that, but it's super, super, super expensive to feed cows, right? And if this cow is at weight and it's ready to go to market, but you don't have nobody to produce it, you are just throwing money into this cow to mm-hmm. keep it alive, to keep it to Cash be fed cow. until you can find somebody to produce it. So because there weren't enough places to have meat produced, people stopped breeding animals as much. Hmm. And you have to think about it, it takes a cow years to get to the weight that it needs to be for it to be produced. Wow. And if they stopped producing as many animals because people were losing money because they couldn't feed the animals, they couldn't get it produced, you're not going to start seeing those impacts until years after the fact. Right. So that's what kind of has happened. Jesus. That's just an example of why we're just now seeing that. But like I said, I'm about to learn how to make butter. But damn, how I make butter? Cause you use heavy whipping cream to make butter at home. I listen. I'm you know what? Not a detrimental ingredient that you need. It is. I'ma just listen to my people. If you're listening, I hope you ain't listening. But if you're listening for Thanksgiving, if it's some vegan butter in the uh, listen, I don't know what to tell you. Cause if they ain't got regular butter, my niggas, we finna have vegan butter, not and that's fault. what it is. It is not your fault. <laughs> so that's my thing to leave for the week. Is the butter shortage right? I like that. I like that. Well, I'm gonna come back to a scenario that we have kind of touched on before. I was doing some research and I found something interesting in Uno. Oh, lordy lord! <laughs> so, what do you do if someone puts down a draw two and it's your turn? 
Yeah, somebody put a draw two down and it's my turn. If I got another draw two and put it on top of that, or I'm gonna draw two cards. Okay. So I thought those were my only two options, which Uno has already confirmed that we can't stack. Uno. <laughs> but here's what you can do. If you have a skip of the same color that the draw two was put down with, you can place it on it. What? And it will bump. Yes, bump the draw two to the next person. Where do you where do you find it? <laughs> I feel like you just made it. it. No, this is the truth. This is this is something that Uno has said. You I'm can, about to look it up. Okay. Send send uh, send, send me the link because I I just <laughs> I just feel like that's not right. I just feel like that's not right. It's the truth. That's on the Uno, Uno website. Uno has a, a unique game, and I I need to learn it in its entirety. I, listen, this is why people because you can't put a draw. They don't. You you're not allowed to stack, but you are allowed. Did, do you see it? Yo, Uno. Did it come up? <laughs> this is my thing. I'm gonna play how I want to play. No, I'm playing. I'm about to. I'm about to destroy people because if I start learning all these rules to the game, and I use it to my advantage, well, that's surprise. why you have house rules, and people establish how they're playing before we start playing. That's why I'm like, are we stacking? What are we doing? If we're not stacking, I'm not playing. So we're going to go ahead and transition into our Help Center segment. If this is your first time listening to this podcast, Help Center is where we just basically give advice. Advice. Okay, now you want to leave the episode all of a sudden. All of a sudden. No, I'm trying to get better. That way I can help. Okay, do help center. No, I don't. I don't. Not on the this episode. The only way you're going to learn is to do. <laughs> Think and do. Think and do. No, thanks. No, thanks. You sure? I'm positive. I just, I like to add my input sometimes. And, well, you see. When people spell that out, that is the funniest thing in the world to me. What? They spell like. smacking? And they spell it as oomch. Like it's like I don't know how to spell it, but I can like I can see it visibly like in my head when people do it. It's like oomch. that thing is so funny to me. It's an oomch. They spell it like M M M C H H H H oomch. That shit is so funny to me. Okay. So this week we talked about reasonable expectations, unreasonable expectations in a relationship. So these are some tips that you can do if you feel like you have unreasonable expectations or if you were trying to determine what expectations you would like to have for a relationship. So if you have entered into a relationship and you came in with an expectation that was unreasonable and it took you to getting into a relationship to realize it was unreasonable, which is okay. Mm-hmm. You can work together with your partner to compromise. And in order to compromise, you really need to make sure that you're sharing what parts of the expectation that weren't met for you. And then sharing, okay, am I willing to be flexible on you not meeting this expectation? Am I not willing to be flexible on you not meeting this expectation? And then your partner has to let you know how realistic it is for them to meet that expectation. I feel like that's a process. No, it's definitely not something that happens overnight. 
I don't think it's something that happens overnight. Mm-hmm. But it's not going to happen at all if you don't have the conversation. <laughs> and you also have to be okay with the fact that if you tell your partner this is an expectation that you have. And again, I'm not saying like an unreasonable ex. I actually... I misspoke. I should not have said if this was an if it was an unreasonable expectation. If it was a reasonable expectation and your partner wasn't meeting it, that's one thing. Because how are you going to expect somebody to meet an unreasonable expectation? Like that's just not realistic. But I was talking too fast. I meant to say if it is a reasonable expectation. Mm-hmm. But you also have to be comfortable with the fact that they might not be able to meet it, or may not even want to meet it. Yeah, or com- being comfortable with meeting it. Yeah. And if it's one of those expectations that you're not flexible on, then maybe that's not the person. Yeah, like just giving an example, Christianity, I think is very important for both of us. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned it, that that's something that you wanted. That was an expectation. Yeah. And I think, not I think, but I know on my end, that was an expectation as well for you to us to have the same religion mm-hmm. so if we discussed that we didn't dis- we actually didn't discuss this no like, we didn't our our religion initially but i think it was like an unsaid because we unspoken. ended up talking about growing up in church so it was kind of unsaid it was an unsaid thing but yeah if it wasn't and then you described it and talked about it and i wasn't of the same religion and i wasn't looking to be of the same religion that could have probably been a well for for me it might have been a point where if you were just so against christianity mm-hmm. it would probably be one of those things where okay we got to go our separate ways yeah. because that's one of those expectations that i'm really passionate about yeah and i feel like you're really passionate about mm-hmm. and if we're not on the same page with that I'm looking at this cat, yo. Stormy is... He just woke up. He's looking disoriented. Stormy looks like he wants to jump up here, but also fall back asleep yeah, standing. Yeah, because how, sli- how you falling asleep standing up, baby? Crazy. Yeah, but... <laughs> what was I saying? Oh, Talk about Christian. That. Yeah, if if we weren't on the same page about that, we, de- we definitely would have had to go our separate ways. So I just wanted to give an example of something that I think it's a good example. Yeah. I think it's a really good example. I'm sinking lower and lower to this chair. Okay. So number two, if your partner comes to you with an expectation, I think it's, and if, if it's an expectation that obviously is important to them because they're bringing it up to you. I think you really need to try to understand why it's important to them and not take it super personal like they're attacking you because you haven't been meeting this expectation Mm -hmm. but if you didn't know you didn't know you were supposed to be doing it but if you did know and they're bringing it up again okay it's still not necessarily an attack on you i don't think it's just kind of like hey this is something i've expressed to you that i need Mm -hmm. you're saying this is something you can do can you can you actually do it? Right. Don't just tell me that you can do it, but actually do it. You know, and if somebody is coming to you for the first time, don't take it. Try not to take it personal. Try to have empathy for your partner and try to understand where they're coming from with needing that from you. Right. 
So that's number two. And then number three is if you are trying to determine what expectations you want for a relationship or what expectations you have for a partner, you need to be honest with yourself. Yeah. I think that's the that, root uh, of that. <laughs> that can be hard too. Very, very hard. No, it, 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 being honest with yourself, it can be very difficult. It can. But you need to be honest about, you know, where you're at in life, what you can give to a partner. I don't think it's reasonable to expect certain things from somebody else that you can't give them. Thank you. So don't expect somebody to be loyal if you are not loyal. Don't expect somebody to be respectful if you are not respectful. You know, you need to be able to right. get what you ask him for. Yeah, you got to be a leader. Yeah, so you need to be honest with yourself and say, okay, hey, is this something I can give to somebody else? Mm -hmm. If it's not, maybe I shouldn't expect them to do it. That sort of thing. So those are just three little tips for navigating and establishing reasonable expectations and what to do if your partner brings an expectation to you that you weren't aware of yeah, and I, i'll just say uh i'm heavy on things taking time and being patient so meeting expectations will take time and can take time but you just have to take the amount of time to communicate whatever your expectations are mm -hmm. and allow for your partner to take in the information here soak up what you've said <laughs> yes and then process it process it and over time begin making and meeting your expectations and vice versa and as those your expectations change you just have to know that that is gonna take some time and it, it honestly we are meeting expectations the reason why I say it take it could take some time is because the expectation that you have for someone they may want to meet they they may want to meet that expectation mm -hmm. but in the process of them getting from what they're doing currently to whatever you're expecting it could take like five or ten different changes that they need to make or or just things of growth that they need to that do they need to do in order to get to that point like i'll just give an example let's say your expectation is for me to be a great listener all right and i'm not let's just say i'm a horrible listener i had parents who were horrible listeners mm -hmm. This is a, a hypothetical. This, by the way, you said what? I'm just telling people this is a hypothetical. Yeah, <laughs> this is not real. Right. Yeah, this is an example. Um, let Let's just say, yeah, I, my family members, some of my family members aren't great listeners, and some of the role models that I had were not great listeners. Mm -hmm. Well, you got to take that into account and say that that's kind of some trauma that's yeah. Ooh, been placed on me. So there are some things that I'm going to have to do to figure out, OK, why am I not a good listener? What are some things that I can do to begin that learning nerve kind of yeah, and unlearning? Yeah. And unlearning, <laughs> not listening. Yeah. So, yes, meeting expectations are going to take some time. It's not it's not anything overnight. Um, so, yeah, I agree. And as long as the person is 
you can see them actually trying, then you kind of need to give them a little bit of grace and a little bit of time to to get to where you need them to be. All right. I think just being realistic is going to take a little bit of time. Yep. Because habits aren't built overnight. They don't go away overnight. All right. Well, that's all we have for you all this week. Thank you all for tuning in as always. And stay tuned for more updates as it relates to our live show that we have coming up soon yes we'll be dropping details and yeah it's almost wednesday yes almost wednesday uh very appreciative of people still sharing our content i'm saying it's almost wednesday it's almost friday it is wednesday if you listen to this oh, episode well it is almost wednesday too well technically for us it's almost wednesday so if you listen it on wednesday it's almost friday that's what i meant to say sorry oh <laughs> uh, yeah uh and i appreciate you for wearing my oh, yeah. shirt um transitioning have, from good to great yes i have uh rebranded and I'm going to be launching my Coach James apparel. Yes. Again. So hopefully y'all can see in the YouTube video says uh, transitioning from good to great and super comfortable. Super very comfy. comfy fit. Um, so if you guys want to grab that, it will be available very, very soon. So I took some time, some effort, energy, and the fact that you wanted to wear it. Um, excites me so i'm ready to drop so i always want to support you speaking of which you have a webinar coming up on sunday if you Do want to let the people know where they can sign up for the free webinar yes so we are hosting a webinar about pretty not much me. how hmm? not me you said oh, we i don't yeah, want we. them to think i'm gonna be up there because i don't know <laughs> myself uh, as a budget coach and a, another young lady named jada and she's also a budget coach we're going to be going over how you can strengthen your financial security and some things that you can do to strengthen your money mindset and money confidence so that will be held this coming up sunday I need a date. I think it's the 23rd. Yeah, well, October 23rd. I threw my phone. No, you're fine. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's, yeah, the 23rd. And it'll be at 3 p.m. Uh, yeah, Eastern Standard Time, 12 or the West Coast. That's very important because we do have people from both areas this in the true. United States. Um, so if you would like to sign up for that, all in all to say, um, if you, you need to either follow me or follow Jada at Green Line Planner one and go on our uh, link tree and you can just fill out the information and you'll have your reserve your spots. We're only allowing 100 people and we are gaining some people. So you want if, you, if that's something interesting that you would like to check out. Make sure that you head over to my Instagram page and do that. So. All right. Gotta yeah. talk your shit for much of shit. So I'm yes. <laughs> no, very excited about all the good things that are that is going on. Yeah. All right. Well, we will see you all right back here next Wednesday.
Bye-bye. Thank y'all so much for tuning in to the Message 24 podcast. If you enjoy this episode and want to see our faces, be sure to head over to the Message 24 pod YouTube channel and subscribe. And you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. See you next week.